Can you hear me okay? I can, yeah. That's why I did the fucking thumbs up thing. Well, I didn't see the fucking thumbs up thing. God, he's a, such a dick. Come and kick him Hold on. Hard. There's an amazing amount of delay <laughs> even now. <laughs> You're, the one. You're the one who didn't let him quit. <laughs> <laughs> History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Hello, and welcome to History Defeats Itself. I am Kevin. And John. <laughs> I like the person The person that said I am said said just two words i am I that was me that was yeah, that was telling you welcome to history defeats itself if you're watching in the video you can see that i actually next to mr john banks you are he is visiting me in colorado i'm very happy to have him here we are also with greg from california yeah greg greg's not doing you? anything special and i'm next to my diet coke is there booze in that diet coke because john There's and i are just hammered same we amount are. of personality as what's sitting next to you kevin Oh, wow. That is hurtful. That is kind of hurtful. Although, I mean... You know what hurts more when you insult him when he's next to me? Yeah. Hurts me more, I mean. Because <laughs> you guys are like twins now. <laughs> but I will say, like Diet Coke, if you put me in your mouth, you don't get a lot of calories, but you're going to get cancer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Those are very similar things. They John's really are. loaded with aspartame. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> Greg, Greg, how's everything back in, in California? Are you feeding John's fish? Oh yeah, my yeah. <laughs> Oh wait a minute. I fed John's fish to my cat. <laughs> Is that what you meant? Sure. <laughs> but it, whatever, it's fine. That John, there's a, a beer in that cooler clean. if you need it. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a there's a cooler in here. No. Yeah. It's a little what? round cooler. I don't fuck around. Dude, have you met Elwood? Greg? I have not met him, no. He he hugged me like four times. He, he was loves John. Really into like me. really loves John. Yeah. So there's no accounting for taste. Uh, whatever, dude. No, I think we we the, the working theory is that he thinks he's Santa Claus, <laughs> or as he calls him the ho ho. Yeah, and when he was trying to, he kept giving me food, so he's trying to fat me up. <laughs> so did he learn? He did he learn the? Food. Did he learn the word emaciated? <laughs> <laughs> emaciated Santa. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Santa after a hard time. You know, like a lot of a lot of kids stop believing, and uh, it's what makes me fat is belief. <laughs> so. Mm. <laughs> and, and what That's makes like, him skinny is the large amount of meth he's done <laughs> since all those kids stopped believing. <laughs> it was a hard time for me. Dark, mm-hmm. dark period in the hose. <laughs> so, so, John, um, is Kevin's bangs or are Kevin's bangs? That's plural, right? Are, are Kevin's bangs more pronounced in person? Yes, absolutely. Do you yes. slick your hair back like he does? Take off your hat. Slick I don't it slick back. back. This is just what it does naturally. No, I'm not slick into back. it. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not natural. No, the product is natural. So yours just goes. Well, yours is just messy. It looks like yeah. you haven't been wearing a like, hat, sh- like like washed or anything in a while. Oh no, I took two showers today. Well, here's one the thing. Show, one the gym. I, I really feel like like if you can look at like the hair treatment program we're using, right? I'm like a year in. Kevin's a day in, and Greg, you're like three months in. So it's like it's a good gauge of what you can get if you use John's hair serum. I have not started. Oh, <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> did you give it to him? Because he needs a lot of it. Yeah, I did. Well, you know, I can only, I can, I'm making small batches, and I do it by hand. I think Greg's really jealous that we're together right now because he has been making fun of our weight, mm-hmm. our hairline, every single aspect of our being he's been making fun of. Yeah. Next, a, okay, let's see your dicks. <laughs> <laughs> We did we, we did this last week, all right? I'm not, I'm not dealing with this again. Hey, I just listened to John's episode. It was fucking funny. My episode? Oh, yeah, wait, your you're, two, you're two behind? The cats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was a funny yeah, the, fucking the after episode. That's pretty good, too. Mm, wait, so. is that has that been released yet? Yeah. It was today. It came out today. Oh, What fuck. day is it? What day I was listening it? to Spit and Chicklets, and those episodes are like three and a half hours long. So spinning right. chicklets. It's a hockey podcast. Oh god, it's not even that great. Podcast. Why it's did you say it with a sneer? Because it's not that great. Well, agree to disagree. No. Agree, agree to very, agree that you're wrong. This is a very two against one kind of podcast. Oh yeah, we're gonna totally gang up on you. <laughs> okay, good. I don't blame you. I'd do the same thing. I think when I was with Kevin, Kevin and I ganged up against John. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. John, you next next time you guys uh, hop on a plane and visit each other, you can uh, you can you can record together too, and then gang up on me. That's so cutesy, Kevin. Good job. Thanks. All right, it's my turn to lead. Should we go? Yeah, let's do it. I want to know. Don't look at my notes. I want. Let me me, let me just tell you, this guy, he's very organized. (laughs) (laughs) He's got introduction, bullet point, bullet point, (laughs) section one, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, back and oh wow, man, he's on it. He's on it. I'm gonna. You should send me that format. Would you use it? No, (laughs) no, no. I just want to show people how organized you are. You won't do that either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Kevin has sent it to me, and then I'll tell Kevin I showed people, and I'll tell him how impressed they were. You won't even. You won't even do that. (laughs) There's so many things in this situation you're not going to do. You're going to go as far as making that joke. (laughs) That's it. So I have two choices here. Either you can get me a beer, or I can release reach between your legs and get it myself. Yes. Oh, he's oh yeah, he's getting yeah, he's getting a beer. He's Somebody getting a hold of that, that tab. He's getting a hold of that can. You know what, what did I'm you saying? say, Greg? <laughs> I said, pull that tab. Pull that tab. All right. I mean, thank you. You may zip that up. That's not necessary. What are you you got... referring to? <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. Okay, right. I gotta go, guys. All right, here we go. All right, since. It's the holiday season. I thought we'd discuss a beloved Christmas tradition that some see as a whimsical holiday experience for kids and others see as a tool that conditions children to accept a surveillance state like something out of a George Orwell novel. Oh, wow. this is taking a dark turn. <laughs> I am, of course, talking about the elf on the shelf. Oh, oh yeah. man. Totally thought we were going to go molesting. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's where that was going. Wait. You're caroling. reading my notes and you thought I was going to talk about molesting? <laughs> I mean, I just figured that's a dark... You said a Christmas tradition. <laughs> so. oh, okay. We had very different holiday seasons growing up. No wonder he no, no, cried. No, this is a growing up. I got, I got a 70-year-old uncle who likes to touch me. <laughs> so I'm just going to let you guys do this because apparently you can't hear anything I say. I'm making fucking some great jokes right now. And... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go. no, no. Continue. Please, Please go. That's too late now. Oh, okay. No, Jesus okay, Christ. so what I said was... <laughs> See, what I said was, my joke was this. I thought the, tra- tra- the tradition was caroling. And then I said something else about John being molested, and it was funny. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're making jokes about molestation, Greg. Yeah, Greg, that's not funny. Uh, specifically, John being molested, molested is funny. <laughs> molested. <laughs> molested is funny. It's, 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 it's being touched inappropriately while taking melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> so... You sleep it's, well. You do sleep. John, you, you sleep through some of it. It's actually just John being molested while he mispronounces words. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, why he can't say anything right. <laughs> I bet you John got molested in Massachusetts. Just <laughs> why he can't say that right. Uh, Makes sense. Massachusetts. I can't, so much rock here. I can't believe it took that long to put together. <laughs> I can't believe it took 48 years to put that together. 48? It's called an epiphany. You're right. I, got, I didn't get molested when I was a baby. <laughs> no, I just didn't know you were... I thought you, I thought it was going to go in the 50s. How, but, do, you, uh, how do you know? I'm not in the 50s. I, I will you... tell you this, Greg. Okay. So I haven't seen John in a long time. I know you, I know, I know. I interrupted you. I do. I, I meant to. You're um, fine. <laughs> no, it's great. John's, John's beard is so much longer in person. Yeah. Kind of like how I'm taller in person and I have more glorious bangs. Yeah. John's beard is long. Yeah, it's very long. Yeah. Very, very I just long. saw John in person last week. Yeah. I know, but I ha- I don't normally. In I Columbus, know. Ohio. Have you Ooh. been to Columbus? I have. It's the City of Lights or something. No, it All wasn't. Right. So Carol Abersold and her daughter Chanda Bell were inspired by their family's own Christmas tradition, where an elf named Fisby would watch over the children and report back to Santa. So like a narc. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> the elf on the shelf is 100% an arc. Yeah. The idea to turn this family tradition into a book was a joint effort with Carol's other daughter, Krista Pitts. Not sure why they all have different last names. Sounds suspect all, all right away. Joining to handle the business aspect. The book, co-authored by Abersold and Bell, came with a small scout elf. The story explains how the elf keeps an eye on children's behavior and goes back to the North Pole every night to report to Santa. AKA a narc. How does he get back to the North Pole? Magic. 
Well, okay, but but I, I understand that. But but if if Santa has to use a sleigh and a whole bunch of reindeer, has one little fucking. I mean, he's the well, boss. Well, Santa's got a bunch of shit to bring. Elf just goes by himself, so he just goes mm. like, "Beat me up, Santa." So okay, but if that's if that's what happens, then why don't he why don't he just like connect like ten elves to his sleigh? You're you're punching <laughs> holes. You're punching holes. Yeah, don't punch holes in this. <laughs> Next thing you're gonna say is Jesus isn't real. <laughs> no, I would never say that. This episode is earth shattering. Uh, I love making him lose this place. It's my favorite thing to do. The book's unique design and illustrations done by Koei Steinwart were integral in bringing the story and the character of the elf to life. I, so, I just want to say that pronunciation was correct. Because <laughs> I can see it. Look at C-O with a D. Yeah. Yeah. Koei. Koei. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Jack? You just take over. <laughs> That's what it should be our next when we do the three themes. We should just write the notes for each other and make the other person read the entire story. Well, we're just gonna I'm just gonna copy and paste Wikipedia and go, here you go. Edit this down. I'm sorry, would that be different than normal? No, no, but I'm saying if that's what I'm gonna do for you, if we're gonna if we're gonna be sending off each other's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. we should have to do it exactly how we'll talk about it later. Greg is Greg is really feeling left out here. All I right. just like watching you guys this little back and forth. So cute. I don't think you do. I think you're no, I do. I think you're. I'm not jealous at all. I'm enjoying something. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, They started by selling books locally in Georgia through book signings, craft fairs, and holiday markets. (laughs) (laughs) They personally handled the distribution and promotion. The charm of the book and the elf caught on gradually with more families adopting the tradition and sharing it with others. So it was quite the grassroots effort to grow this thing. We we have an elf on, on our shelf during the holidays. Do you really? We do. And we, well, we don't, but he gets himself in a world of trouble. He's did you always, say we eat him? No, I didn't. No, what did you say? Uh, well, I started to say one thing, but oh. then I changed it because I was starting to say, like, we put him in different positions, but it's the magical shelf. Or, yeah, yeah, we don't want to ruin this for the children listening. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so wait, who are you doing that for, Greg? Because all your children are adults. Raymond can enjoy an elf on it. I mean, <laughs> a 15-year-old, six foot one, 220-pound hockey player, bruising hockey player. <laughs> he, he enjoys a, an elf. He enjoys moving whimsy. around. Whimsy. Yeah, he, enjoys, yeah, he likes whimsy. <laughs> he does. Have you guys seen uh, Snoop on a Stoop? Yes. No. It's like, you, know, you, you can buy like these little Snoop, Snoop Dogg figurines. You can do the same thing like with the elf on the shelf. Oh, you know what? Sheena sent me something about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I have seen something about so, that. Yeah. That dude really sold out, man. Oh, my God. God bless him for it, too. Why not? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't. I remember when I saw him in a Buick commercial with a bunch of white people playing golf. I was like, okay. <laughs> that you can't, you can't rap about being a gangster anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he, he can rap about, you know, <laughs> living in a really nice house yeah you can wrap about having a lot more money than the three of us so. eating eating duck <laughs> and lobster that's his new rap song is duck really expensive i don't i don't think it is and really lobster tails you can get them at, at, at safeway for like 6.99 you can get them at safeway for 6.99 yeah. i don't think those are a lobster i wouldn't eat those yeah <laughs> no i mean i like i haven't been able to see in six weeks but <laughs> And I have an erection that will not <laughs> an erection stop. that won't go away after four hours or any hours. And I can only weeks. I can only walk sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like turning into the fly, but he's turning into crab man. <laughs> no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> so the major the major breakthrough came with appearances on national television, including the Today Show. Wait, are we still talking about Snoop Dogg? No. And coverage in Better Home and Gardens, which greatly increased their visibility and sales. The book received various awards and recognitions, further cementing its popularity. I hereby bestow upon you the Greg Mitchell, John Banks, Kevin Rosenquist Award for the most elfiest book ever. Elfiest? <laughs> On the shelfiest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's that's because, yeah, cause it's a broader category if you don't do the shelfiest. <laughs> Self, shelf, shelfiest. It's hard shelfiest. to say. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> the tradition was not limited to any specific demographic with families across various backgrounds adopting the elf. The elf Except on the no show. Jews. Oh, can we cut that out? I don't <laughs> want to say anything anti-Semitic. Well, it's Christmas, so I thought that was implied. I didn't feel like I had to say that. Well, 
So again, that's a bigger, broader thing where Jews are not really welcome. <laughs> Except for Jesus. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean <laughs> we know. I'm not saying they should be. I'm just saying like that. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to I want to get clear. Are you saying that Elf on the Shelf is a gateway <laughs> book for children to become Nazis? <laughs> are we breaking a story here on History of Feeds itself? <laughs> That was not at all what I had said. No, oh, oh, but sorry. Uh, I feel free to listen. Yeah, to yeah, the it, must be, it must be where we're sitting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, following media exposure, the Elf on the Shelf became a must-have Christmas item in many American households. The tradition was not limited to any. I already said all this. God damn it! The Elf on the Shelf. It's phenomenon. amazing he got lost because seriously, he's so he's so organized and detailed. How you could get lost on that? I know why we get lost, Greg, because we suck. It's like we take no time to do this. He actually takes time to do it and still fucks it up. I think. Which is I think and as he talks, like the words, his computer automatically like. Crosses out the words. <laughs> yeah, it's an AI tool. The Elf on the Shelf phenomenon significantly influenced American Christmas culture, becoming an integral part to some family celebrations as other traditional activities. Of course, a capitalist nation wouldn't stop with a book and a doll, right? Merchandise, including different elf designs, clothing, and accessories were produced as well, because if you can't accessorize, what's the point? What's the point? And they made that movie? Elf and that an elf's story. I was just going to talk about that. Oh, and then I there's... was talking about the one with uh, oh is... elf. Yeah, elf. yeah. I Will think... Yeah, I don't think James that Kong. was that was that was a based on elf on a shelf. Oh, Zoe Deschanel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you said James Con, right? And mm-hmm. um, Mary. Uh, I, I knew the 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 mom. Mary Steam Steamburger. Steamburger. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to have such a crush on her when I was a kid. Really? I really did. Like like a teenager. Yeah, I really did. Huh. There was something about like just like nerdy hot. Okay. Nobody's, no, that's fine. No, nobody's jumping. I used on to have a no, huge. I... I used to have a huge crush on uh, James Con. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a ner- nerdy hot. Yeah. yeah. More of a more of a Godfather thing, but whatever. Yeah. 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 More of a respect kind of kind of crush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got to take a lot of bullets. He had shot a lot. He did. Get I mean, he killed him, but but he definitely yeah. Took he a lot really of couldn't take him. <laughs> I mean, he, no, he did take him. He just yeah. couldn't, couldn't yeah. get past that. He didn't you know? give him back. Yeah. Yeah. He kept him inside. All right. Um, and then there's, My there's part a... about the Godfather movie is like when, <laughs> oh when Talia Shire was talking about the fact that her husband was beating her and he like when, as soon as he got the fucking next message that he did remember then he went out for the hit and he was so pissed he kind of bit the palm of his hand he was like that son of a bitch <laughs> that's your then favorite part there. well it was my favorite part of James Collins acting okay gotcha that's what got me off <laughs> just full circle until up. elf until elf <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Him an elf. Until Alf and then Elf. Alf <laughs> yeah. on a shelf. Elf got think, a lot of I think we off. talked about that on the podcast be before. I fucking hated it. First time I ever mastered. Wait, what? An Elf. All right. So uh, there's a movie yeah. called An Elf's Story. It's an animated TV special that further popularized the Elf tradition, along with a series of additional books expanding the Elf's universe. There are even interactive digital experiences such as apps where children can adopt a virtual elf. What does that elf do? I didn't, I didn't dive in that okay. far. You didn't get um, the app. <laughs> I did not get the app. Hold on. I got to do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Grab your phone. Uh, the tradition uh, has spread internationally with families across different countries adopting their versions of the elf tradition. Even with some classrooms, uh, even some classrooms have adopted the elf with teachers using it as a fun way to engage students during the holiday season. Oh, that's nice. Very it's creative. Really, you know, helping the kids, really. All right. Let's talk more about what people do with the elf. Oh, no. Let's I mean, not do that. Uh-oh. <laughs> not, I've seen videos. <laughs> not, to that, not to that level. Um each morning uh, in December, children wake up to find the elf in a new and often humorous position, creating a sense of excitement and a playful start to the day. Greg, what is the most fun situation you've put your elf in? Well, there's like an, let's Ask just say, an <laughs> NC-17 TVMA version of what I've done, Ass. which involved ass stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's how you do it. Ass up, man. And, and then when my kids were younger i i did fun things like hanging from the ceiling fan like we spinning him around going i'm getting dizzy because i'm an elf 
Did you like, like you have like vomit all over the walls? Where <laughs> you guys sick from spinning? Where were you 15 <laughs> years ago or 10 years ago, John, with these ideas? It's genius. I was at your house <laughs> hanging that elf on a ceiling fan. John was the elf. <laughs> John actually looks exactly like the elf. He was just sitting on top of Greg's <laughs> oh shelf. Oh my God, that's what I should do for Halloween. I'll go as elf on the shelf. That's a good Halloween idea. was. Uh, two weeks ago. it's coming yeah, around again it happens every yeah. year <laughs> there will be another one kevin yeah. i mean yeah, but what if you don't have that beard um i mean if courtney yeah uh, courtney told me she told me two days ago she's like you know halloween's over and uh you should shave that because you look really old i was like oh that's true but i'm not gonna shave it oh that's love yeah. right there that's love yeah i i cannot believe how often i think about john's beard it you talk about daily. it a lot yeah, and I, I landed on something. What'd you land on? That you're so, in love with me? I thought about the size of the universe <laughs> and how okay. insignificant okay. His, mm-hmm. his beard is when you think about everything. And if it makes him happy, he should have it. Like, the only reason why people think that he shouldn't have it are because of cultural norms or people want to present themselves in an attractive way. And if, if he bucks that system, so, so be it. I think a lot of it is fear of Islamic extremists. I'm pretty sure he just <laughs> called you ugly. No, I, I get what he's saying. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore it. I think he's very attractive. And I honestly think I, I really did land on if, if it makes him happy, he should definitely keep it. You know, it's great. It's great that Greg is, is so mature to give you permission to have that beard. <laughs> it is. Thank you. I'm telling you, it, takes, it does take up a lot of real estate. You don't understand, <laughs> Kevin. John and I, what we do with our bodies really matters. I mean, <laughs> do we both have the same tattoo? Yeah, that's true. It does. <laughs> His beard is itching my balls right now. No. <laughs> Wait, it's itching your balls or scratching your balls? Itching. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, Itching. Can it also scratch his balls, John? It, well, there's uh, there's only so much beard. Part of it's up his butt. So. <laughs> that part I don't mind. <laughs> no wonder he hasn't mentioned that part. Yeah, and luckily, see, that's the thing. If it was a short beard, I couldn't do that because of the smell, right? But it's long, so there's no after smell for me. Do you ever walk too close to a paper shredder and freak out? <laughs> <laughs> or a pencil sharpener? I um, I'm trying to think. Have I got it caught? I I definitely catch it on shit. I definitely like oh, I, I zippers. When I zip up jackets, I have to be real careful because I zip up I zip up my beard and my jacket, and that fucking hurts. <laughs> I would imagine it yeah, does. It hurts. So don't don't do that. It's like if you ever zipped up your pubes, like don't don't do that. Hey, do you ever uh, have to put on a condom <laughs> on my beard? No. <laughs> <laughs> on Could your you penis, please? <laughs> you're just, when you're this close to me, I do not want to get pregnant. I mean, right I think now. we've talked about this before. I I just happen to wear a condom all the time, just in case. <laughs> like, I don't want to slow things down by having to put it on. <laughs> so. He's like he's like the condom I had in my wallet when I was like 16. <laughs> it never ever gets used, but you gotta have it. It lost all condom integrity. <laughs> yeah. But he's this. You, you probably, uh, I've been meaning to tell you this. You really need to take that out of your wallet. It's probably not good anymore. <laughs> well, that's what I did. I took mine out of my wallet and put it in my penis. So that way I'd stop wearing out wallets because <laughs> you get that ring on your wallet. Yeah, you, you know? definitely got a ring in your yeah. wallet. Yeah, that's right. why you got to have corduroy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The the creativity and effort parents put into creating these scenes nightly, often planning intricate setups to delight their children, is a fun family engagement activity. The daily appearance of the elf builds up anticipation for Christmas, becoming a cherished part of the holiday countdown. Some families personalize the tradition by incorporating elements unique to their household, like involving pets or referencing family inside jokes, and these daily elf scenarios became fond memories for children often talked about and remembered even after the holiday season, John. So, Greg, I have a question for you. <laughs> Do you, because you know how Kevin always gives a shit about how our topics don't really tie. Oh, yeah, this into is our, terrible. Our, our thing. <laughs> it's not that it's terrible, but it's it's like, how's he going to tie this into history defeating itself? Like, what <laughs> what leap is he going to make, and then pretend like he didn't do that? <laughs> well, you know what? We got to let we'll just have to wait and find out. <laughs> we got to let the episode unfold. I'm sorry. Please, please continue. I want to know. Kevin, did you write all this yourself or was this an article that you read? Because. No, he wrote it all himself. It's in his. He literally wrote it and scanned it. It's in his penmanship. (laughs) (laughs) If it were in my penmanship, I could not read it. (laughs) Apparently his penmanship is Califon 7 regular. 
not bold. No, it's Roboto. Yeah. Roboto normal. Roboto normal. Mm-hmm. And- so uh, it also provides parents with a plethora of social media content. And this is a, a interesting part of the whole Elf in the Shelf phenomenon. If you do say so yourself. Parents often share their Elf setups on social media platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. This creates a community where parents can exchange ideas, share laughter, and feel connected during the holiday season. Celebrities have also taken part in this trend, sharing their elf setups and thereby amplifying the tradition's popularity, including Kim Kardashian, who, according to Hello Magazine, showed off her creative side with a snap of her elf with a fake weapon in its hand. Weapon? Mm-hmm. Did you Holy say weapon, Kevin? I said weapon. For the children? This is absurd. Does not seem right. No. Kim. Kim. Dial it back. I'll talk to her. Maybe give her, maybe have the elf hold a Twinkie or something. You know, I think as the greater Los Angeles slash Longmont slash Santa Monica area podcast, um, with our influence, we can reach her. Mm-hmm. I think she's calling right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's Pizza Hut. She wants to know where Kevin, <laughs> how Kevin's going to tie this together. <laughs> <laughs> There are even blogs and forums dedicated to sharing elf ideas, showcasing too far. the fast and creative ways families integrate the elf into their holiday traditions. That's exciting. Some parents use the elf as a playful way to encourage good behavior, with the elf reporting to Santa on the child's actions. The elf can also be used to teach children about consequences and rewards, linking good behavior and positive outcomes. The elf's daily scenarios can spark children's imaginations, encouraging storytelling and creative thinking. But there's a dark side. Uh oh. Is it is it elf cocaine? <laughs> That's the, the, Damn it, John. That was my last call. <laughs> That's every because they're magic, and literally every time they come down here, they just bring with them a whole bunch of coke. They the, sure con- the controversy is about what it's teaching children and how how it's making kids quote unquote good so dr laura pinto <laughs> of, the, of the ford pinto we can, <laughs> the, we can ford settle ford. on that for a second if you'd like a digital technology professor published a paper suggesting the elf conditions children to accept a surveillance state she argued that it teaches kids that it's normal to be watched and to accept intrusions into privacy as benign or even fun Some worry that this might normalize the concept of being constantly monitored from a young age, potentially affecting their views on privacy and surveillance in adulthood. I think she's an idiot. And here's why. Because I feel like once you hit puberty, you close that door. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. and also, like, kids are monitored on baby monitors as from the time they're born. And they're monitored by their parents coming in all the time checking all on them all the sure fucking time yeah. it's it's not like the elf on the shelf i i think the kids have the attention span of a fucking gnat and as soon as you stop thinking about the elf on the shelf you're not even thinking about being monitored well but but <clears throat> you're a you're a former psychology major um <laughs> thank you I mean, for the giving me the respect i deserve <laughs> yeah. when you ask him <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no that's not true he's not a he is a psychology major he never did anything with it <laughs> But he got the degree, and he still he still is a psychologist. Well, he's not currently major. majoring in psychology. Well, right. That's true. True. All right. Touche. Hey, is, is Kevin really sweaty in person? He looks kind of pasty. No, that's pretty dry. Yeah. <laughs> I my think armpit. the proper way to check his stuff it's a my armpits if he's sweaty. Oh man, I'm like waterfalls. Yeah. yeah, it's very warm in here, especially when you're next to a big this, hunk of man like this. The sexual tension. <laughs> mm. Man. We're gonna have to cut but, this short. <laughs> Ain't a butter and everybody. <laughs> but I think that, like, I, I think part of what they're trying to say, though, is that, like, you know, I understand what you're saying about like baby monitors, or, or, um, you said parents checking on their kids all the time. But what you also have, though, is you have this thing sitting on a shelf just watching you. It's always watching you. You know, like it's. It, I can see the the argument from like that. It's a it's 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 a bad precedent to set in some way. I think even little kids know it's fucking fake. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think they do. I think they do. Wait, does I, Elwood, I have a little kid Elwood? and he was pretty convinced that John here was going to give him presents because he has a long beard. <laughs> At least John is a person. 
Yeah, but he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't know the difference. He doesn't like. I mean, he, he gets know the difference between a person and a fucking doll. I no, I don't think he does because I, he gets scared of things on movies and TV. I just want to say, like, that. I think that's the first time Greg's ever referred to me as a person. <laughs> so that actually is true. That is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Big steps here. A number of child psychologists have expressed concerns about the impact of the elf on child's behavior and understanding of privacy. Some There's argue that it, fucking woke. Some argue that it, these are psychologists. These are your people. They're woke. <laughs> it, could, it could all. Some argue that it might instill a notion that they are only behaving well because they are being watched, not because it's the right. Thing that to is do. the whole foundation of Christianity. People want to go to heaven because they're afraid that they're being watched. It could also affect the natural development of trust and autonomy in children, potentially leading to an over-reliance on external validation for moral and ethical behavior. Just like the fucking Bible. Oops. Okay. So this just, this may be the beard talking. (laughs) Cause let me tell you, John liberal beard, very Republican. This this thing has got an arsenal in its basement, right? And it's just waiting on the world to end. This guy, not at all. <laughs> world peace. But isn't it that like kids are kids and we like like everything we do, like we look at everything as having this negative consequence, right? And sometimes things are just fun. I, I agree that like when you're set like like you really can't make distinctions until you're about seven. Like of like real and fake. That's why they 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 out, well like well like cartoons, right? So they they you can no longer do ads on morning shows like Saturday morning TV shows or kids shows where it goes from cartoon to cartoon. The ad, in other words, you have to do something that is very clear that it's a different thing because kids can't understand that. But but then but they don't understand anything. So I think if you have kids are so parents, fucking stupid. I mean, so they dumb. are like, so dumb. Yeah, like they're just not made to be. You know, they're made to have people take care of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? They're not made to be. Well, on I mean, their they're own. people, but like, <laughs> are they? <laughs> I mean, they're little people. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> are we not allowed? To We're say gonna that? get in trouble. All right, <laughs> get canceled. Um, my children. In fairness, grown-up children, also known as adults, mm. make stupid fucking decisions all the time, and they're pretty dumb. Yeah. For example, I was did just in Columbus. Down there? I, I did hear. Yeah, him yeah I would just scream bloody murder downstairs, to, like trying to put our point, make our point for us. <laughs> right. Well, you probably can hear us talking about Elf on the Shelf, and he's very upset about yeah, the content. He, yeah. He's also hearing us tell everyone in the world that he's dumb, <laughs> and he doesn't like that. And he's a little person. And he's a little person. He hugged me four times. It was very cute. He loves It John. was so cute. Mm-hmm. He just like ran up, and then he gave me he gave me a bar, a fruit bar. Mm-hmm. He did give him a fruit bar. He's my buddy. And he tried to give him yogurt. Here's the thing with my son, though. <laughs> he knows that he's not going to eat it, and yeah. someone's got to eat it. Yeah. So like, then he, he gets another one. Yeah. He did ask for it back. Yeah. yeah, he did. And he ate it. Yeah. So uh, to be fair to the elf, though, uh, Santa Claus has been a figure who monitors children's behavior for generations, serving as a behavioral motivator for children. I've always thought he knows when you are sleeping, he knows when you're awake is a pretty fucking creepy thing. So, <laughs> I mean, is it really any different than that? Because he's in your room all the time watching you. Mm-hmm. He watches you in the bathroom, yep. watches you in the shower, yep. watches you at school, mm-hmm. watching you hang out I with mean, your friends. I mean, did you know from the time you were a little kid that Santa was bullshit too? Now, he sounds like an apex predator. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. I'm trying to remember what I, I don't know because like, like did you did you grow up believing in Santa when you yeah. were a kid? Yeah. Do, do you remember how old you were? Like, I, like 37, 38. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I I can't remember. Like I didn't come to it on my own. My brother ruined it for me. I have an older brother too. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I I think I was made uh, my I, brother, I have an older brother and he likes to keep the magic alive. <laughs> <laughs> he still hasn't told me. About Santa. <laughs> did you celebrate did you have, believe in Santa when you were a little kid? No. I didn't, and that's because we were Jews, and my parents would say, I don't believe in that bullshit. It's not true. <laughs> no, no, like this candle happened. that burned for 40 days or something. <laughs> yeah, we definitely got fucked on that, too. <laughs> and then, you, and then you, they would, your parents would tell you to go and ruin Santa Claus for all the other kids at school. <laughs> tell him he's not real. <laughs> and I fucking took that and ran. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I'm kind of, why did you decide to, why did you do Christmas for your kids? Oh, because my wife's not Jewish. What? She never converted? Nope. Then Greg didn't convert to not being Jewish. Yeah, why did you why did you not convert to being a Gentile? <laughs> Have you never listened to an episode of History Defeats Itself when we talk about religion? <laughs> <laughs> and what our Damn. opinions are about it? Mm, yeah. Okay. I mean, you make a good case for not doing it, but I'm still 
Yeah. Disappointed. Mm-hmm. There's lots of Shamed. things I don't do. Mm-hmm. Bathe. Shave. Be nice. <laughs> Be on this podcast anymore. Buy, buy clothes that are new. Yeah. Buy clothes that fit you. Yeah. This is fun. Not wear hats. <laughs> I would like to, to to insult you as two people instead of three people in different places. You're right. I, I do not not wear hats. You're right. <laughs> Good point. There are other historical examples from various cultures where folklore and mytho- mythological figures have been used to influence children's behavior around the holidays. Are you guys familiar with the Krampus? I, you know, I, I don't know a lot about it. I know it's, it's Krampus like a, is awesome. It's like Danish or Swedish. Or it's, something. Yeah, it's like a it's a Central European. It's like yeah. a bunch of different countries. But Krampus is a figure in Central European folklore who is often depicted as a horned anthrop- anthropomorphic figure resembling a demonic version of St. Nicholas. Traditionally, Krampus is said to punish children who misbehave during the Christmas season. The character's origins are pre-Christian rooted in Germanic paganism. In many reason, in many regions, Krampus night or Krampusnacht <laughs> is celebrated on December 5th, the eve of St. Nicholas Day. During this time, people may participate in Krampus runs where individuals dressed as Krampus roam the streets to scare spectators and playfully chase people. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like fun. It sounds like playfully chase people. That doesn't sound right at all. With a running chainsaw. Yeah, right. <laughs> sounds like not scary farm. No, it does not sound good. Hey, um, there's that movie Krampus. Wasn't Rob Corddry in it? Really? Have you seen it? It's pretty good. Mm-mm. It's a good movie. Mm. It, it really good. Are you being serious right now? It was. It's good. You'd like it. Okay. All right. Well, let's just pause right now. Let's watch it and see. See. Let's all and, watch it as a group. And we're back. What'd you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I liked it. Rob Corddry was really good. Yeah. No, I actually um, I didn't dig it. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it wasn't super believable. I mean, well, I will say. <laughs> Like is that derivative <laughs> of your podcast? <laughs> and there's also there's the devil, right? Like we have all these like s- supernatural, like you know, made up things that watch us, right? Absolutely, yeah. So I think that the difference in the elf in the shelf thing, though, is that it's like I'm going to put this thing here to monitor your behavior. It's like a it's like a physical thing they can see, and Santa you can't see, and Jesus you can't see. Doll. I get that. I'm just saying I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. Jesus I, lives in your heart. Yeah, thank you. You can see him inside you. Deep inside you. Hey, there he is. <laughs> oh no, that's Uh-oh. the mole I need to have removed before I die. <laughs> I feel like I have tachycardia now. Because <laughs> of Jesus pushing the heart around too much. So obviously privacy concerns and government monitoring have been issues for a long time. Worse obviously. These, it's worse these days since we all carry trapped trackable computers in our pockets and AI has people scared, but there are actually some out there who believe that the elf on the shelf is, was formed as a conspiracy to normalize surveillance for kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I guess the thing with all his conspiracy theories is how do you just, dispro- I mean, cause I'm sure like, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Right. It's po- anything's possible. Yeah. It's possible. The moon is, you know, we didn't go to the moon. It's possible. Mm hmm. Probably not. Probably, you know, probably didn't get that many people to keep it a secret, but it's possible. It does seem unlikely. It does seem yeah. unlikely, but I mean, I can't say like with 100% certainty that we did. I wasn't there. You weren't? No, I wasn't there for building the elf on the shelf. Oh, oh <laughs> or the surveillance meeting. I was definitely so on the, the moon. The elf on the shelf is turning everyone into sheep. That's the problem. Okay. Let's get drunk. <laughs> but are we sheep anyway? I'm sheepish. Yeah, I mean, like. <laughs> I'm into sheep. Only when you're naked. <laughs> I really like merino wool. <laughs> what does that mean? Cashmere. Cashmere is fantastic. So, so does this represent an unhealthy idea for kids? The Krampus? No. Nope. Any of them. I don't see any of them. Santa, like, like the whole, the idea of that, if you're this, if you're being watched, if you're not good, you're not going to get presents. I mean, yeah. We're gonna the, the elf is gonna report back to Santa, and you're gonna get. You're gonna get I think fucked. I think it's all since since these, um, let's just call them lies. <laughs> since they get dispelled once you realize you know Santa's not real, and then the elf in the shelf's not real, then they're gonna know. Hey, no one was really watching me ever, so I'm gonna go fuck around. All I think 
all teenagers go through a stage where they don't give a fuck about consequences anyway. So it's not like you're going to just give over to monitoring. Yeah, I mean, if you look at like what is it the the Amish the Romspringer or whatever, right? When they when they do the thing where they, they they get to leave for a year and go just do whatever the fuck they want, right? And then some of them go back to being Amish and some of them don't. Um, How do you go back after that? <laughs> but a lot of them do. Yeah, a lot of some them, them didn't get laid. <laughs> yeah, they tried and they failed. They're yeah. like, well, that's not going to happen. So but, may as well do this whole Amish thing. But. <laughs> But to your point, Greg is like right. Like I, I don't think it matters. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to insult your people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is he going out there and feeding his horse? <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, does he bring well, him inside at night? The fact, that, hey, <laughs> the fact that I'm holding this mic means I'm going to hell. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. I'm using the technology. Um, I don't even know what he's going to say yeah, anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Eh, it doesn't fucking matter. You were saying that. People just, I fucking think it's such. So I remember as I'm going to tell a story. I I remember as a kid, my brother, like we were real little. I I have this memory of this though. When my brother, um, he, he, he took $5 from uh, a friend's house. It was sitting out and he's just stole the money, you know, like he didn't know what he was doing. He just took it and he got, he got found out and it was right before Easter. So the Easter bunny did not bring him a present. I got this sweet glider. I remember (laughs) He did not get a present. He got a, a a note from the Easter Bunny explaining why he didn't get a present and telling him that he needed to be better or he needed to like make better decisions. You know, was that a good idea, a bad idea from my parents? Did he turn to a life of crime? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying because he didn't, that was the reason? I mean, he can't he can't be around rabbits without crying. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. and he has robbed a few bl- banks too. So maybe I guess he did kind of uh, go away for crime. Um, I think it's weird that 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 we. Well, I, I guess I I guess the bigger question is: Is it even fair that we lie to kids? Because I remember <laughs> I remember finding out when Santa wasn't real, and it was soul crushing. It, it was, was so it, disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't I, I don't I don't know. That it was soul crushing. I I was I remember trying to be like a big man, like oh yeah, no, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the James Con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but you know, I mean, and I get like, so I guess what is the trade off, right? Like, because the trade off is, or, or what is the, the, the benefit versus the conspiracy theory, <laughs> which is, you know, these kids, they do enjoy it, right? I, I'm sure like there's not a kid in the world who doesn't absolutely love it and have a great time with it. Right. So then, hey, but life, life is pain, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's good, there's good and bad. And I mean, it's... and I guess what better way to like everybody's going to lie to you, especially your parents. <laughs> especially <laughs> your parents, right. Oh my God. I lie to my kids so many times a day. Yeah, I lied to your kid. Yeah, I know you did. Actually, did. did. Yeah, you said you were going to eat that bar later, and you didn't. I didn't. In fairness, your kid's a fucking liar too. (laughs) That is for sure. (laughs) That is for sure. It was an accident. I saw you punch the dog in the face. (laughs) You looked right at it and said, "Punch." It's not an accident. (laughs) You you said it and did it at the same same time. time. Here, look, there's a picture of you that you drew beforehand punching the dog in the face. That the elf took a video of you punching the dog. <laughs> oh. So, all right. New traditions often spark debates. Isn't it with- weird, though, that we're surveilled all the time anyway? I mean, it's already happening. Like, don't oh, yeah. I feel sure. like you can't go into any store and shoplift anymore without being caught. You can't. It's so frustrating. Are just people film, you know, the, the you auditors. Can't anybody ever. <laughs> do you know about the auditors? Do you know about these, these guys? They, like These people, they'll go out and they'll just like sit on like a public, sp- like a sidewalk. Yeah. And they'll film like a building and they'll stay there forever until like the police get called. And then and they're doing it to basically be like, I'm, this is my first amendment right or whatever. Doing it to antagonize. Yeah. So. And it's great. But it's just like, it's like, why? Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> but everybody films everybody now. Get a job of some kind. <laughs> they want confrontation, man. Yeah, they want to yeah, fucking. Never- and then they want to. Put the post those videos and get a bunch of fucking views and it's Jesus Christ. Yeah, but but yeah. So but where everybody's, I mean, like, you know, we all have, we all like, we're basically, we don't need to be surveilled, right? Because we're, is that a word? <laughs> is that yes. The, yay, <laughs> English. I got it. Finally got it. <laughs> but it's like we put our own shit out there. You know, we put pictures of ourselves and our kids and whatever. So it was just like, hey, here's my kid. <laughs> we're talking about a, we're doing all this stuff about a podcast. People know way more about us than yeah. we should be comfortable with. Yeah. It's true. All right, guys. So <laughs> <laughs> I got really loud. Uh, 
Um, all right, so. Uh, Kevin's got a lot of computers on his desk. I do. Uh, Cultural, yes. New traditions often spark debates and resistance. For example, the the introduction of Christmas trees in the 19th century was originally met with skepticism, but later became a central tradition. Skepticism for what? For trees? No, it was more like, uh, well... I didn't really get into this because I didn't think we needed to, but like part of it is also like whole commercialization. It's not about religion. It's not Mm. about like, that's another big argument against the elf on the shelf, but that's also just tied in with pretty much every aspect of Christmas that we all like. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, that all the fun stuff is the stuff that the people who are like, keep Christ in Christmas. Don't want any part of it. Yeah. I've been, I've been to church on Christmas. It's not fun. There's no part of it where you're like, Oh, this is, I'm glad I did this. (laughs) I've been to ones that are a little better that are like, they have a band and like, they're a little more upbeat and a little, a little cooler. And, uh, but yeah, the majority, you go to a Catholic service on Christmas, they still tell you how awful you are. And you're going to hell. Yeah. And And they make you get up and down a lot. Yeah. Oh, and the kneeling. Oh, my knees man. can't handle that. Yeah. And you got to put the thing down. It's, it's oh, really. And then you, yeah, yeah. And then you you, you accidentally drop it. It's really loud, and you're like, sorry, yeah. sorry. And why do I call them pews? What a weird name. <laughs> sit in a pew. Because they're painful. And that's that is true. <laughs> What's they it? are pretty fucking a chair that's painful. Why can't they make seats that are actually comfortable? Why <laughs> is that? Loungers. That'll make me like, accept Jesus better. There's a. There's a <laughs> There's a lot of old people who go to church. Why are you making them sit like that? Although maybe it's good for their spine. And why does the holy water taste so bad? <laughs> I don't get that. They never they never clean it. They only bless it. <laughs> How about, would it kill you to drop a little <laughs> drop a little tab of, of chlorine in there every once in a while? And then you'll drink Bleach. it and it'll be much better. Yeah. Make you make you go poop fast. <laughs> So society, uh, I already said that. So cultural, uh, cultural phenomena often follow a cycle of emergence, controversy, adaptation, and eventual acceptance. Kind of like what I talked about in my monster episode. Perhaps the elf on the shelf shelf serves as a mirror to current societal dynamics. Oh, okay. To answer Greg's question from earlier, how does this pertain? I think to it was history me. defeating. I think himself. I brought John. He was sitting yeah. right next to you, giving you shit about it. So you're not paying attention. I'm trying to blame him. No, no, no. I don't want. I want the credit. <laughs> like you, God, the shit you give us when we don't tie it together. So well, he's gonna do it right now. This better so be a pretty pillow. We- <laughs> this is this is a very good example of history defeating itself because we're constantly finding ways to take something innocent and make oh, it into man. something That's super much cynical. Better. Did you figure it, that out in the shower? It is not. <laughs> so, you didn't see me in the shower earlier? Like, like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I think that's untrue and cynical, Kevin. No, and, I don't and think it's, it's coming from you. It's surprising. I agree. That does sound like something I would say. Yes, but but I think here's the thing. I think and maybe I, you know, you guys I think know, I had to tie it into this fucking time. I actually <laughs> enjoy Christmas. I do. And Greg, you do too, John. You know, he he's he's a heathen, but I, I love Christmas. It's that you can drink and then not have to get up the next day. <laughs> I'm not talking about have a day off of work. Oh, I'm well, saying like the like the season. I enjoy the season and I feel like there has got to it's the I have the as I was doing this episode, I, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, was, no, I guess that's probably a bad thing to say. But I was kind of rolling my eyes like, man, people people are. Uh, I was reading some articles where people were like, there's a Vox article like, that, you know, Vox is legit. A whole thing about how insane it is that we allow families to do this elf on the shelf thing. It was really, really <laughs> intense. And I'm like, What's, it's a fucking doll on a shelf that. And maybe it's also because I, I'm the parent of a toddler and anything I can do to make this kid behave is welcome. <laughs> That's right. But also like, I, I don't think it's, who cares? Like, why is it, what, you know, why is it a, a big deal to have to say, okay, you know, you got to be good. And so, you know, Santa, I'll bring you, it, there's no difference between the elf on the shelf and Santa Claus. Like you said, Jesus and devil, like there's no, it's all about just like, I don't know, tools and all that stuff. But really what, what it, the reason that I, that it bothers me is because, it's it really just becomes a tradition like you did the funny little things where you had the the hanging from the fan or whatever and like you know it, it's just a fun thing around the holidays you know who, who gives a shit you know like i think that's what a, that's where i feel like history is, defeats itself because every time there's something like this we find we try to find like a a way to make it to make a conspiracy out of it i guess that is true any anything you see on any social media doesn't matter how uplifting and good it is 
you read the comments and someone's someone will fucking criticize it. Someone's going like, to be like, you could literally put a recipe on how to make brownies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then people are going to come out of the woodworks yep. to tell you what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> Do you know how many cows have to die for those brownies? Yeah. Yeah. How much butter's in that asshole? <laughs> Do you know that cocoa comes from the Congo and that you, people die for that? Yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah. you're like I mean, fair trade, bro. This is just three liberal dudes saying this stuff. Yeah. I, I do think that it like it's kind of ridiculous. So that's my that's my spiel on on how history it, it continues to defeat itself with silly little stuff like this. God damn it, John! You tied it to together pretty fucking well. <laughs> the elf on the shelf does not matter. It is not going to teach kids that we're in a surveillance state. It's just not. No, just, the cameras everywhere are going to teach that. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, absolutely. No, those will. Those will. Yeah, yeah. But and I guess right because you do want your kids to understand consequences. Yeah. Right. So then you are teaching them consequences, and then even though when they figure out that you know ho ho is not real or you know whatever, <laughs> you know then then by the by that point it's you know it's like it's just it's like. I think it's a cycle of because I'm sure you're not just doing that as a parent to just go that one thing throughout your life, throughout their day, every day, over and over again. You're teaching these lessons and it's just another way to teach that lesson. And people just need yeah. to fucking chill out. And also, like how many, there's I've known people that, you know, are just like, Greg. oh, I would never want <laughs> I would never tell my kid that there's a sin. I would not lie to my kid like that. You know, yeah, bullshit. You know, fucking you're fuck not fun. Was, how fun yeah. was that when you were a little yeah. kid that you yeah. actually was just were, I mean, Christmas morning. Greg hit mute or yeah mute us for a little bit <laughs> christmas morning was special it was special yeah, it was. you wake up and you you, you have yeah. this tree with nothing under it and, and there's you wake cookies up, and, there's, and there's just like and all this and, stuff yeah, under there that yeah. you get to open i mean you're it's, crazy excited it's so exciting so why what's the who cares what's yeah. wrong with a santa claus what's yeah. wrong with a dreidel you know I mean, like i mean i like i, I think i think because it teaches gambling <laughs> <laughs> I, I think as long as you put the caveat that like, hey, Christmas is fun, but stay away from dudes with beers. <laughs> like the only the only guy you should trust is Santa, and don't trust him without your father around or your mom around. And this is him saying this, <laughs> which is actually kind of alarming. And I don't want you near my son. <laughs> I'm just saying, grooming him. He got like snacks from him. That's true. So that's all I got. Cheers. Last call. Gold. I'm going to finish Cheers the end of Santa my Claus. Cheers All right, Claus. Santa. Good work. Thank you, Greg. John, it was wonderful having you here. It has been a blast. Now get the fuck out of my house. I'm really sweaty. <laughs> it's so hot. You guys always ask why I'm all red. I'm like, it's so it's, warm in this room. This and the light. You know, you can control the climate in your house, Kevin. <laughs> no, not in this room. I don't know what it is. Well, it's a tiny room. She's she, she's down there turning up the heat every every two minutes. She's like one more degree. Oh god, I can't wait for her to be done with this stupid podcast. Yeah, she's trying to cook you out of there. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. The weather outside is frightful, but the fire inside burning the house down can <laughs> get out. John doesn't know Christmas time. <laughs> Call the fire department because I don't want to die on Christmas Day. You lost the tune, buddy. <laughs> let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs>